eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attacking Third, CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleagues and co-host, Lisa Roman, broadcaster and analyst. On today's episode, we have a special guest interview today. A quick reminder to subscribe to us on YouTube for exclusive interviews and whenever we go live at youtube.com slash attacking third. Today, we're joined by two-time Olympic gold medalist, two-time FIFA Women's World Cup champion, and former U.S. Women's National Team superstar, Carly Lloyd. Welcome back to the show. Carly, how are you doing? Good. I feel like I've talked to you guys uh, quite a bit in my retirement days here. <laughs> yeah, we were just uh, chatting a little bit about that as well, because last, last time we had you on, you were you were preparing for, for retirement. So how is, uh, how is post-career life treating you? It's, uh, it's going really well. It's, uh, you know, I, I came up on, uh, well for club, I I retired, I think the second week of November. So, uh, approaching that, that one year mark for, for Gotham FC and yeah, it's been really good. I feel like I've done five years worth of things in this last year and, um, just, you know, very, very grateful for all the opportunities that I continue to have. I'm, I'm still staying involved in the game and, um, you know, I'm getting to kind of pick and choose, uh, what I want to do and getting a lot of quality time with my husband, family, friends. So I honestly have no complaints. Wow. That is so great to hear. You sounds like you're living the life and I'm glad, I'm glad that you are because you deserve it, but you are staying very involved in the game, the men's game, the women's game, and we are right around the corner from the men's world cup. And ahead of that, you partnered with visa to create digital art, we artwork of your iconic goal at the 2015 women's world cup in Canada. This artwork is going to be auctioned off. Um, tell us a little bit about this partnership and everything around it. Yeah. So, you know, this is something that's, you know, different uh, and unique than some of the other things that I've gotten involved in, especially 
now kind of being able to, to get involved in uh, the men's game, I obviously have more time to, to do things. And um, when this opportunity came out, I was thrilled because um, we're just, we're just seeing obviously a huge rise in NFTs and um, you know, this was, this was amazing, you know, just to kind of have my iconic goal against Japan put into artwork and I could kind of see how that all uh, came together, but uh, super proud and thrilled to be part of Visa's master of movement campaign. Um, You know, there's five other legendary footballers um, that are, you know, transforming the iconic goals into these abstract NFTs. And they're going to be auctioned off, like you said, at crypto.com. And I think one of the things that I love is that the proceeds are benefiting Street Child United, which is, you know, something that's near and dear to me because I was sort of a, a street baller kid that, that grew up, maybe not on the streets, but just grew up playing uh, pickup soccer. And so this is a global movement that essentially tackles the widespread stigma street um, connected, you know, children face and, um, you know, just, just benefiting the children. So I think that's, that's, you know, one of the reasons why I was just super thrilled to come on board is that all the proceeds are going to be, you know, going, um, to street child United. And right now, uh, it's live through, through till the eighth. Um, so you can own one of these iconic pieces of art, which I think is cool. And it's not over on November 8th either. Um, fans traveling to Qatar are able to have a chance to create their own artwork um, as well. So yeah, it's a, it's a really cool movement and campaign to be part of. It was a really interesting component with the, the proceeds benefit and that being Street Child United. Is, is that something that you're looking to do more of in, 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 in you know, post sort of post retirement? Why did you choose, like, are you looking to choose to spotlight social impact initiatives more, a little bit more in your post professional career? Yeah, I think that, you know, things have to feel authentic to me. I've always, you know, tried to live the most authentic um, lifestyle, both on and off the field throughout my career. And it's no different in this retirement phase. So um, for me, you know, just connecting to to children, um, inspiring the next generations, and really just giving opportunities to some of these children that, you know, don't have the opportunities that that I may have had and, uh, you know, a ton of other uh, people along the way. So it's just making a positive impact on communities. And uh, yeah, that's it's something that's important to me. Um, I run my own clinics. And so I kind of tackle, you know, that bit um, for the next generations. But I just I, I just see, you know, what it does to help change, change these kids and just has such a positive influence on all of them. This is a partnership with the Men's World Cup, and that's around the corner, the tournament kicking off November 20th. But most recently, Carly, you were also involved with the Women's World Cup draw for the 2023 World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. USA in Group G with Netherlands, Vietnam, and one other nation still to be determined. As a former U.S. international, I've got to ask, how does this Group G fare for the U.S.? Um, you know, I think everyone always kind of wants to, uh, you know, try to figure out, you know, what what type of group is this? Is this the group of death? Is this a good group that we've drawn? 
The thing with women's football now is you can't take any group lightly. You know, no group is an easy group anymore. And, um, you know, you're seeing, uh, obviously the game continue to grow and you're seeing these African nations who are, are doing really well. You had, you know, Nigeria at the U 17 world cup that, you know, just almost squeaked in, um, doing very well there. And so, I think, you know, Netherlands is going to be a good test, good challenge. Um, obviously, the the team that they're awaiting to to play as well, you know, could be Portugal. I mean, they could be tough as well. Um, so while I think it's, you know, a, a good group, uh, it's still a long way to go to get to a final. So you never know what's going to happen. Um, you obviously have to take care of your group first, one game at a time. But as we all know, World Cups, they start and end very differently, uh, you know, and, and it's going to be interesting to kind of see these next nine, 10 months to see who's going to be lifting that trophy. It's we're, we're under a year now of this 2023 World Cup. It's, it's no longer talking about it like a year from now or two years from now. We're definitely under the year mark. And watching that event, well, yeah, for Lisa and I, we were way up early trying to take that all in for for attacking third to cover it here. But uh, we we saw you participate in it, and a, and a ton of other wonderful footballing folks participate in that as well. And it really sort of felt like the beginning of something. It just sort of really felt like okay, not like yes, this is the 2023 World Cup is 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 going to arrive sooner than we know. For you, what was it like participating in that event for you? Because there was a lot of uh, really, really cool things that were highlighting, um, you know, Australian and New Zealand cultures and uh, sort of being able to, you know, calling out the names one by one. Was it something that you would like to participate in in, in future draws? And uh, would just love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I mean, it was an honor to to be co-conducting uh, alongside of Amanda Davies. She's she's fantastic. Um, she did an amazing job. And, you know, we had six rehearsals prior to the live show. So imagine doing a lot. six different times until you actually get to do the real, real show. There was only so many different ways I could ask the 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 legends to my right, um, to please draw the next team out. So, uh, yeah, it it was a, it was a big production. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes as a player. I never knew that, you know, you're just watching the draw and you're thinking, okay, just cut to the chase. We want to see who we're playing. Um, but the culture within New Zealand and, you know, Australia, New Zealand, being able to co-host, um, it's amazing. I, I think that's what I love the most, you know, about, what football gave me throughout the years is you go to different countries, you meet different people, you get immersed in the different cultures and you learn a whole lot about all these other countries. And so that for me was, was pretty incredible. Um, I think it's going to be the biggest and best world cup. I've been saying it over and over again. So many people have been saying it as well. Um, and it's just, it's a testament to to how far the game has, has come. You know, my first world cup in 2007 in China, you didn't even know there was a world cup being played there. Um, you know, we, we played around, uh, tracks, um, you know, and, and so each, each world cup four years later just continues to get better and better. There's obviously a lot more investment and support around the globe with all these teams and and countries. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be incredibly exciting. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be the hardest one to win yet. 
Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting, uh, just as much as everyone else is. Robert half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So you, it, it is here. Like the World Cup is here because of the draw. I want to touch back into your last World Cup, the World Cup in 2019. Now that the this current team knows who's in their group, knows who their first nations of competition are, how does that change preparations? Ahead of 2019, once you, once the U.S. found out their group, how does that change individual preparations for the World Cup? I think from an individual standpoint, from a player standpoint, um, it's not as, you know, it, it, it's, it's more for the, the coaching staff and technical staff. Mm-hmm. I would say. Obviously they've got to get the uh, game plans in place. They pull their statistics, you know, they're, they're figuring out ways that they're going to be wanting the teams to play against certain teams. So from an individual standpoint, you know, you're doing the same thing. You're, you're trying to continue to, to get better as a player, continue to get more fit. Um, and you know, you obviously don't want to get injured. Um, but that's, that's part of it. Uh, but yeah, this, this is when, you know, the stage is set and, uh, you know, who you're facing. Um, you know, I know, uh, after, you know, seeing Blacko and uh, a lot of uh, other people from, from U S soccer, it it was, you know, it it was now they could start really preparing. Um, So it's uh, yeah, it's really exciting. And, you know, it was great to be part of the draw. Um, You know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you kind of pinch yourself that I was playing in four prior to this. And then, now, you know, co-hosting the draw and um, just, you know, viewing it from a, a different perspective now. Speaking of uh, big events, we're, we're on the heels of an NWSL championship. Uh, Portland Thorns lifting the trophy for a third time after a 2-0 win over Kansas City. And, you know, the entire uh, event uh, weekend was a real celebration. It was it was largely attended in the nation's capital, uh, Saturday night game, network CBS. These were all things that... Uh, people were buzzing about in terms of the NWSL championship. Um, what did you think about the the match overall in terms of not just the, the quality of, of soccer that we got to see, but uh, in terms of this really being like an event? Yeah, well, I'll have to disclose um, that I was, I was flip-flopping a little bit between the Phillies game and the NWSL final. Um, I'm an avid Philadelphia sports fan, so very... <laughs> 
I was supposed to go to the Phillies game last night, got there and then ended up being canceled. Um, so I'll be going uh, tonight and, and Thursday, I think as well. But uh, I had my iPad kind of sitting down as, as I was watching the Phillies game. Um, you know, to me, it looked like a completely different NWSL final. I mean, there were the awards that were given out. It looked like there was a dinner. Uh, they acknowledged the, the players that had been playing in the NWSL for 10 years. Um, you know, that's how, that's how it should be. And uh, the game itself, uh, you know, I, I would, I would say that, you know, obviously Kansas city was a bit of the underdog. Um, I would have liked to have seen them come out a bit stronger. They seemed to, I don't know, maybe nerves got the best of them. Um, just, you know, didn't seem as confident uh, in their capability of what they could do, but tremendous amount of respect, um, you know, for, for what they did from start to finish, you know, no one, no one predicted they would be there in the final. And that just goes, goes to show you, the room of for growth that they have, especially with some of their players missing out on, on injuries. Um, Portland, you know, what can you say? They, uh, they got the job done and victorious again. Um, you know, I think this is a, a different Portland team that you're seeing. Sophia Smith is, is just, you know, she's killing it. Um, it's good to see, you know, Sam Coffey doing well and yeah, the whole, the whole scene just, it just had a different vibe, it, you know, great to be on prime time for CBS as well. Um, so overall, it, hopefully it continues, you know, this is what all the players deserve. And um, yeah, it was, it was great to, to be able to watch and especially, you know, seeing it being played in, in DC as well. It, there was a lot of pomp and circumstance around it and so well-deserved. Carly, you just mentioned her, Sophia Smith, forward for Portland Thorn. She was the NWSL MVP this year, also the championship MVP, and she's on the U.S. team. You've played with her. You've played against her. This 22-year-old, what is the ceiling for a player like Sophia Smith? Well, I've gotten to know Sophia pretty well um, towards the end of my career, and I just feel like she's been a different younger player. You know, she's someone who is, is a sponge, you know, she would pick my brain about some things. You could tell that her wheels were spinning internally, just listening, soaking up information. And, um, you know, I, I, I just tried to, to be honest with her, um, and tell her, you know, you've got to work hard and you can never settle. That's the thing. People don't understand how hard it is to be in that, that environment every single day you have to prove yourself. And it's, it's probably why I feel a lot more relaxed and, you know, a, a bit happier um, because it's, it's a very, very stressful environment um, to constantly have to prove yourself to constantly have to be at the top of your game um, and, and the pressure that comes with that. And so I think the biggest thing for her is, you know, the sky's the limit. Uh, she can continue to get better. She can continue to evolve in so many different levels. The thing is, is she's now setting the bar for herself. And so now the expectations with coming with that, everyone's going to want to see Sophia Smith scoring goals. They're going to want to see her doing well. So she has to continue to keep that foot on the pedal, never get complacent, never get comfortable. Uh, and you know, she can enjoy this, this moment and this celebration, the MVP, um, but 
you quickly have to turn your attention onto what's next because the moment you get comfortable, um, something will just come and, and hit you and, uh, try to knock you down. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for her. She's, she's not only a great player, but she's a great person and, uh, very, very thrilled to see her continuing to succeed. Yeah, us too. She's been putting up some uh, pretty big highlight type moments for us to cover here on E3. Uh, we don't want to keep you too much longer, Carly, but we, as you know, towards the end of inter- interviews, we like to have a little bit of fun with our guests. So I uh, just want to ask you another post-retirement question uh, before we close out. What's maybe a thing that you now have a little bit more time for post-playing that perhaps you didn't have before when you were an active player? Oh, well, I think everybody kind of knows I've been really working on my golf game. Um, it's, uh, it's probably one of the hardest sports that I've ever attempted to play. And, uh, it's pretty crazy that a ball that's just still is incredibly difficult to, to hit, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm having fun with that. You know, I think that life has obviously changed for me. Uh, working out is, is a little bit different. I didn't think that I was going to struggle with, you know, running and and all that, but I don't have to run anymore. Um, I run to stay fit and healthy and it makes me feel good, but it's different when I don't really have a goal in place. And so golf has, you know, kind of taken up a a new challenge for me. Um, so that, and honestly, you know, just waking up every day, um, and just kind of having a different week, you know, i some, some weeks I don't have much going on. Some weeks, uh, I'm pretty busy with, with various things, but just having the time and flexibility to, to honestly live life to the fullest. And, uh, just very grateful that I have the opportunity to do that right now. So no more running. I hope you're not uh, running the beep test anymore, right? Like you're, that's behind you. They, yeah, I would not choose to run the beat test. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, in, still doing some long runs, um, doing some 800s, some 400s. Other than that, no sprints, uh, <laughs> you know, trying to, to do some strength workout here and there. Um, but, you know, my goal is a body in motion stays in motion. And the moment that I stop, you don't feel great. So I'm just going to, even if it's three days a week, four days a week, um, I'm just trying. And when I go out and golf, uh, I, I usually walk. So that's kind of a a nice, uh, Mm -hmm. nice little bit of exercise. That's fantastic. Well, I love that you're headed to the Phillies tonight, tomorrow as well. Um, go Phils, go fightings. Yes. Got to get it done. Got to close on that. I'm I'm rooting for my friends. So of course, I want the Phils to, to win for, for Lisa's sake so we could chat all about it even more on attacking third. Uh, Carly Lloyd, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Go Phils. Everybody, you can download, follow, and subscribe to Attacking Third wherever you get your podcasts. We're also available as video on youtube.com slash attacking third. And we'll be back with more for Sandra, Lisa, and Carly Lloyd. This was Attacking Third. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.